Hello, everyone. Welcome to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel. Here we share stories from women around the world to inspire and empower women and young girls to dream without limitations. Today, I have the ultimate pleasure of speaking with Miss Amber Renee, and she is from Australia. She's a civil engineer, a serial entrepreneur, a motivational speaker, and a TV star. So we are so excited to get to know her um, background and her story and learn so much about her. So hi, how are you doing today, Amber? Good. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm excited to connect with your audience. Thank you. Thank you. So I just want to give you the platform, um, give you the space to speak with the audience and let them know a little bit about yourself and what you do. So my entrepreneurial journey is a bit of a roller coaster ride. I know that everyone looks at these Instagram photos and thinks, oh, entrepreneurship is so easy, but my, uh, my journey has not been easy. So I, start, I used to be a civil engineer. I used to work on a construction site, burning roads and bridges. I quit that job and started a, a fashion design label, so manufacturing label. So that business mm -hmm. started with me on a sewing machine. I made four shirts the first week. We made eight shirts the next week. And then uh, five years later, I had 120 accounts around the world. We exported to Paris, Tokyo, LA, and South Africa. I did runway parades all around the world and dressed some of the biggest celebs of the time, which back in the day was Paris Hilton. So this was before social media. This was before even the internet. I used to have to post catalogs out to try and get people to buy my stuff. So uh, that business was great. I always wanted to have my own fashion label. Um, and uh, I had a manufacturing facility set up in Vietnam. That facility, the business actually went out of business and went bankrupt and that caused me to go bankrupt because we prepaid for all of the collection, we purchased all the fabric, we bought all the material, we bought all the, um, did all the designs, the fabrics, uh, and I basically lost about $70,000 um, of, of stock wow. and fabrics. That caused me to then go bankrupt. So I lost that business. And as a result of all of that and also just working so hard, I basically almost worked myself to death. So I had cancer, I had stomach ulcers, I was on anti-anxiety pills, anti-depression pills, and was basically just, you know, barely surviving. So that was my first entrepreneurial, uh, you know, venture into entrepreneurship. And I swore I would never, ever, ever run a business ever again. That lasted <laughs> And then I started my second business, which was a fashion styling business or so consulting, one-on-one -on -one consulting business. So that business I started, I just moved to a new city. I had no contacts, no network, no clue, nothing, you know, no, nothing to go on. And three years later, I had two of the best contracts in the country. So I was the fashion editor at Women's Health and Fitness Magazine and the residence. Wow. Southern Cross Stereo is our biggest, at the time, it was our biggest radio and TV network. So again, I thought I was living my best hashtag fashion life. You know, I was dressed <laughs> for events like the Cannes Film Festival. I was, um, uh, at the time, I'd, I'd just done Project Runway. Are you a Project Runway fan? Okay. Yes, I love it. Right, so I was a designer on Project Runway. And so following that TV exposure, I landed a job as the TV presenter for fashion TV. So that meant that I was traveling around the country, interviewing everyone who's anyone in the world of fashion and celebs. And again, thought that I was living my literally best fashion life, right? So, you know, mm -hmm. fashion editor, celebrity stylist, fashion TV presenter. And um, what, what I always say is that the universe lovingly uh, pushed me out of that, um, both of those businesses. <laughs> so the effects of the global financial crisis finally hit Australia and all things for, all, all monies for things like, fashion styling and TV presenting dried up. So I lost all of my contracts in the space of about four weeks, went from being 
completely, you know, having all the best contracts in the country, just having no work at all. I was unemployed and unemployable. I even tried to go back to my job as a civil engineer and they wouldn't even take me. I literally could not get work. Yeah, there was nothing. And so a lot of people that are experiencing that right now with COVID, um, if you're Mm -hmm. experiencing something like that, I just want to let you know what happened with me and maybe, uh, you know, at the time it was difficult, but it definitely was a blessing in disguise that the universe took all of that away from me because it's pushed me into this business, which is actually, you know, my best, actually my best life. I love what I, what I do here. So in this business, I, um, I, I run an e-learning platform. So I have four e-courses. My first e-course I created was how to become a fashion stylist. Obviously I was pretty good at that. So I taught, mm-hmm. I've got that now that teaches people how to do that. And then my second course was a personal branding and publicity course, which was sort of all the TV stuff and all of the media stuff and the editing, all of that kind of work. It helps people become the face of their brand. My third e-course is a mindset and personal development course. Obviously, I've been through a bit in my life, so I've developed a pretty good mindset around, um, you know, mindset for success. And then my last e-course is how to create this life. So how to build an e-course, how to build funnels, how to get the knowledge that you've created in this lifetime and, and put it out into a digital product. So I, 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 uh, I would never have chosen this life. You know, I was never sitting at home as a kid going, gee, I wish that I could be a digital nomad. I wish that I could be <laughs> people. But every day I have, every single day I wake up to messages from people going, you've changed my life. Like the work that you're doing in my life. And you just think, well, that is the most um, rewarding. Like imagine waking up, that, that's your job. And like imagine waking up and getting those messages every single day. And it's, um, it's the first time I feel like I'm in full alignment with all of my skills. So I, I never really used my engineering side of my brain when I was running my fashion businesses, um, whereas in this mm-hmm. business, really data-driven. So it's very, you know, I'm crunching numbers, I'm analyzing ad campaigns. So it's really number, uh, data-driven and it's really creative as well. So it's the first time I feel like I'm really using every, every part of me. So um, if anyone is going through something like this at the moment, just know that the universe has got your back and that it's probably pushing you into something that you may never have even thought that you wanted to do. That is, I'm just blown away right now because first of all, you're a left brainer and a right brainer and you've pushed so many envelopes where engineering itself is a male dominated field and they literally try to kick all the women out. So succeeding in that is itself an accomplishment. My mom, she was also an engineer, I believe industrial. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, she was an engineer as well. And she used to tell me all the stories about how, you know, the guys would be like, um, what are you doing here? You should be at home, like taking care of the kids or something. She's like, okay, like what the heck is going on? But like, even in fashion, like you're being creative as well. And it's just to show everyone that, you know, it's all possible. You can literally have it all. Like you can be good at multiple things. It's not just one thing that you have to be set on and just sit on that. And that's okay. That's the rest of my life. That's it. So I think your story is incredible. Thank you, Maya. I appreciate that. I hope your audience gets some inspiration out of it. And I think too, with like the, what we're experiencing now with COVID and with, with the world going online, more and more, you'll be able to live a life like this. You know, I think gone are the days where you get into a job like our parents would have, and they stayed in that job for 20, 30. My dad stayed in his entire life, one job. So, Mm -hmm. and, and those days are over. And I think the beauty of what we're all experiencing right now is that it's so much easier to enter a business because there are people like me teaching you, you know, back in the day, I wanted to become a fashion stylist. 
no one was teaching me. And especially in the fashion industry, you did, you did not help someone else, you know? So if I, if I wanted to study it, I would have gone and studied a three-year degree, which is completely irrelevant for the fashion industry. Whereas mm -hmm. now, you know, if you want to be a fashion stylist or do any of the things I've done, you just go and find someone that's done it already. You take one of their courses, you know, you learn from them, you listen to their podcast, you read their blogs, mm -hmm. you watch their YouTube channel, and that's um, going to make it so much easier for everyone to pivot in careers and really just to follow whatever passion, you know, whatever you're passionate about or whatever you what, find, find your purpose. And, and that's where we're all headed, I believe. No, definitely. There's so many resources out there for us today. It's like, if you don't feel like you know you don't know something, like you can definitely go find it. You just have to put in the work because there literally so much free information on the internet, just like sitting out there waiting for you to learn it. So there's no excuse whatsoever. But I want to get into a little bit about how you've been able to overcome those different um, hard times and different trials and tribulations that you've gone through, um, especially when, you know, you had the success in different businesses and they would fall through. How were you able to, in essence, get back up from that and keep pushing and keep going and not saying, you know what, this is the end? How were you able to keep that mindset going? So I, I don't, I, I get asked this and I reflect on this a lot. I don't think uh, at the time it was never easy. You know, when I think about losing my first business and I still feel like I still remember losing my second business as well. It, it was, mm -hmm. it wasn't, a, you know, I didn't just jump back up and got back on the, on the, you know, got back on the horse or anything like that. It was right. an extraordinarily difficult time that took, you know, basically a year each time to get over. So, mm -hmm. um, these days I'm, 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 I'm better at those sort of failures because I understand the bigger picture. You know, I've had that reflection where I can go, okay, I'm glad that both of those things happened to me. But when they were happening, um, you, you know, I, I had to develop a whole lot of tools to get myself through that. So, you know, mm -hmm. I um, uh, firstly went and sought out help. So went into therapy and had extensive therapy and did every kind of um, therapies, you know, all sorts of healing modalities, everything from neuroemotional technique to um, mm -hmm. EFT tapping and, and really just dived into whatever was going to work for me to get me through that painful um get me through that painful time so uh and developed a whole range of tools myself you know from journaling to um you know storyboard like everything just to try and um work through that pain um right. and these but um my own sort of technique that i do in terms of like when i feel an emotion coming up i really um process that emotion at that time so it doesn't get trapped mm -hmm. into my body or get stored because i believe that Stored emotion is, uh, this is a bit of a crazy thing to say, but I believe that stored emotion mm -hmm. is um, the manifestation of most illness. So uh, if you really work through your emotions with when they come up, they don't end up getting trapped into the body. That's probably a whole right, other but, Oh um, my God, yes, we can get into that because listen, I do not like to hold things in. If I have something to say, I need to get it out because I do not want to hold it in. <laughs> Definitely not. It's not good at all because it just continues to linger and then it just gets worse. Like it's not going to be a good outcome at all. Mm -hmm. I want to speak a little bit about, I know there are a lot of people out there wondering, um, how are you able to continuously come up with a different idea? Because I think that's a big issue with a lot of people when wanting to start their own business. They don't know what they want their business to be or what they want to do. So how would you suggest someone continuously going through the motions like you, you went from one business to the other and would continuously be able to find these ideas? 
how would you um, give advice on that? Mm, great question. And I've got some, uh, what I believe uh, around this is that in order to figure out what your purpose is, which I think is what a lot of people are struggling with, is that you just follow what, I say follow your bliss. So follow what you're interested in, follow what you're passionate about. So when I started each or all three of these businesses, I had no clue that they were going to be businesses. They were just things that mm -hmm. I did because I loved doing them. When I started my fashion label, I started it because I loved sewing clothes for myself. And that mm -hmm. was how it started. I would just sew all, all day on a sewing machine. And then eventually I was like, well, everyone wants to buy them. So maybe I'll see if the store wants to buy them. And it grew from right. there. And similarly with my fashion styling business, I knew I loved fashion and the fashion industry, but I knew I didn't want to be a designer anymore, but I still wanted to have all that glamour and celebrity and the, the, the style and all of that. And so mm -hmm. again, I started that business not knowing it was going to be a business, not knowing I was going to be an editor, not knowing I was going to be uh, you know, a celebrity stylist. I just started because I loved style. I loved fashion. So, and that's how it started. It started with me calling my friends and going, Hey, do you want me to come and make you over? And like, you know, work on their friends and it grew kind of from there. And that's how it became a business. And similarly with this business, I mean, the, the you know, I do things, a little, I do things in a difficult way, which is like, you know, get everything, uh, remove any other options. And I don't <laughs> recommend anyone doing it that way because it just puts a lot of pressure on your, your right. um, creativity. But um, same with this business, I had no other option. Like I didn't know I was going to be a digital marketer and create e-courses. I had nothing left. All that I knew was that I was really good at, um, at uh, being a fashion stylist. I knew I didn't mm -hmm. want to be in the fashion industry anymore, but I knew I had all of this knowledge that no one else was teaching. And I used to teach, mm -hmm. um, at, I, I used to write the curriculums for the colleges around the country. So I was, mm -hmm. I was writing the curriculum of how to be, you know, the, the fashion styling curriculum at right. some of the big colleges here. So I was like, well, why are you writing it for someone else? Why don't you just write it for yourself? And so that's, again, that's how that business started. It, I didn't, I had no grand vision of, you know, being a digital nomad. I didn't have any idea that it would turn into this. I just knew mm -hmm. I'm really good at this. I'm really passionate about helping other people. I would love to help other people do what I've done because it's really hard and no one is helping them. So why don't I just help? So, you know, I think everyone's waiting for this big grand vision of like, oh, I'm going to wake up and do this. It's not how it works. It's just something that you're passionate enough to do. And typically you'd be passionate enough to do it for free. And that's how I, you know, when I, when I created my first course, I'm like, I'll just give it to people for 10 bucks. And that course now today is like $700, you know, but I was like, it wasn't because I was making money. I was just like, well, I've got nothing else right. to do and I've got the knowledge. So I'll just give it away. And so that's, that's what your, that's what your purpose is, whatever that you're finding you're super passionate about and you love to do, and you would do it for free follow that list. No, definitely. And I love how, you know, you took a space where it can seem overpopulated in a sense, but you turned it into something unique. You turned it into something that you were passionate about and you turned it into something that wasn't out there. So it was something that, you know, people probably came across and they were like, wow, like I didn't even know that this was, this existed or this was possible. So this is like a gold mine. You created a gold mine for yourself, essentially. For sure. And now I help other people do the same thing with creating their own e-courses. And what's always so crazy is I have people join my course. And one of the first things that I get them to do, if they're going to build an e-course, I say, go and find what, what's, what's already out there. You know, is there a fashion styling course already out there? Go and figure out what's already existing. And the number of times that people will come back and they go, Amber, I, you know, I think I'm doing it wrong. I can't find any other courses. And I'm like, no, you're doing it right. You know, when was the last time in history 
that you had a business where you had like no competitors or you had like right editors well i think about right. <laughs> think about my um best friend she's an acupuncturist there would be five acupuncturists in her surrounding suburb you know let alone in the world whereas like in in today's economy when we're creating digital courses there's like you know one or two other courses that exist or, or not even mm. that i just think is just so insane like i feel like it's just the hugest opportunity since the dot-com boom you know like when was the last time that you were starting a business with one or two competitors in the world you know no seriously it's like crazy now because you got to make yourself stand out amongst the crowd be unique in a pool of like basically be that um a water a black dot in the drop of water in a pool of water so it's it's really insane like i mean if you can make yourself where you're the only one, then go for it because that is very rare. Like I spoke to a woman, she was an English language mentor and I had to ask her, I was like, what is that? Because I've never heard of it before. She's literally the only one that is doing that craft. And I was like, that is very unique. That is your passion and purpose. And you need to like literally go on leaps and bounds on that before everyone else starts to try to take over on that. <laughs> But I want to ask you, I know that a lot of people try to get into the mindset of how you are. You just, you know, you take leaps, you take bounds, and you're able to continuously keep striving, keep going, and be that factor that pretty much is like the ideal entrepreneur. Um, what would you say is your inspiration or something that guided you to have that type of mindset? I mean, I think this mindset is something that I've developed over time. And I think I've developed it because I've failed more times than anyone else. So I've had mm -hmm. more rejection, more failure than literally all of my competitors. And that's why I am mm -hmm. where I am. So it wasn't that like, you know, I've had all this great luck and great success. No, I've failed harder and more times than everyone else. And so, mm -hmm. and, and, and I believe resilience, and I say this a lot, I believe resilience is the most um, necessary skill set and, uh, and, and, and value that everyone needs to have if they're going to get into entrepreneurship because it's basically just a long series of failures to, to join one after the definitely. other. So no, just, definitely. Yeah, you just need to get used to, you just need to get used to picking yourself up and um, mm. building that resilience muscle. And it's a muscle. It's not something, you know, that, you, uh, that you, you're going to wake up and have resilience. No, you, you, you develop resilience over time. So, mm. you know, when you do have a failure, it's things like not beating yourself up about it, not taking it personally, mm. you know, not uh, throwing it all away and, and, you know, being like, you know, that's, you know, grandstanding, like, oh, that's it, that's, you know, I'm quitting. Mm. So it's developing these muscles and flexing these muscles over time that gets you to the success that you're looking for. Definitely. And I think that anyone who is not afraid to fail definitely is closer to their success because failures definitely teach you a lot. And you can actually have one up on your competitors because you actually know what doesn't work and you know not to make those mistakes again. So you're actually ahead of the game by, you know, failing a little bit more because you know exactly what works and what doesn't work. So I think that's important. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. So what would you say is one thing you would say to inspire women to just dream without limitation? Mm, I guess just remembering that like, this is our only life. And I guess that's my biggest motivation is that I don't get to come and have a second go at this. So the last mm. you know, the thing that makes me the most concerned is that I'm not going to get to experience 
everything that I want to experience in this lifetime. And so that's what really motivates me to try something else, you know, start another, start another business, start the styling business, start the online business, uh, because I'm not going to get another shot at this. So what, you know, I can either do this and have a crack and it might succeed or it might fail or what's my other mm-hmm. option going and getting a day job? Well, I know that I don't want to do that. So I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a go at this. No, definitely. I definitely won't, don't want to go throughout life and say, you know, I should have, could have, would have, I should have done that. You know, I could have done this, like do it now, like fail, you know, succeed all of the above, because it's like, what's it going to do? Like, it's not going to hurt you. <laughs> it really isn't like you have to try something. You don't want to regret anything in your life. So I totally agree with you on that. Well, Amber, I thank you so much for sharing your story on our platform. I was blown away totally by all of the things that you've been able to accomplish and especially you know as a woman i feel like it's even more of an accomplishment because in society we aren't expected to do that many that many things and be successful in that many things so i applaud you on your successes um i want to give you the give you the floor to um let the audience know if there's a way that they want to contact you or follow your journey how can they do that Mm-hmm. If you want to come and follow me on the gram, I'm, I'm sure you're going to link it up below, but I put a content out on the mm-hmm. Instagram and YouTube, uh, or if you just search Amber Renee, you'll find me. And I've got Dream Life, the book, which teaches, it's the boss babes guide to turning your online business dream into a reality. So it's sort of a little bit about what we talked about today, but it's my five-step process for mm-hmm. getting a mindset and then also building digital products. So I'd love your audience to check that out. If you just go to amberrenee.com, you can um, find the book there. Definitely. We'll have all of that linked below for anyone tuning in and wanting that information. But we thank you so much, Amber, for sharing your story. It was a pleasure having you. Um, Until next time, thank you guys for tuning in to Made to Dream. I'm your host, Maya Chanel, and I'll see you next time.